if you want to know what I do and how I do it, showing you on the spot, it's what's going to happen. If you want to know more about me, I encourage people to jump on calls and I'll show you just exactly how I can fix your social media right there on that call. Nice. I love that. Yeah. That's definitely taking action. That's Mm -hmm. important, I think. So a lot of people have sort of questions about engagement on social media and you know, it's just hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around how it even works. Just a couple tips, because I know we could probably talk a lot about this, but <laughs> what are just like a couple tips for moms that are struggling and kind of feel, well, I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting these posts up, but nobody's commenting. Nobody's liking them. Like, what am I doing wrong here? <laughs> okay. My biggest tip is your target audience doesn't care about you. Like that's harsh. And I love you guys so much, but it's the truth. So even if you're writing the best post in the world and you're putting it out on the group, they aren't really going to care unless it's something totally worth, like it brings a feeling up and they need to engage on it. Otherwise engage on people's posts. Don't waste time on your friends' engagements or whatever. Find your audience. Engage in their posts 15 minutes a day, adding value. Don't just be like, I like this post, heart emoji. You know, I like this. Say why you like it. Like, oh, I really loved how you wrote this. I love this quote. It makes me think about blah, blah, blah. Start a conversation in the post themselves and then come back, follow up. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, where we bring you real life working mom stories, tips, tricks, and advice for thriving and surviving in motherhood. Because you shouldn't have to experience working motherhood alone. Join our community of support as we discuss all of the things and how we get by in this sometimes crazy and imperfect journey of working motherhood. Hello and welcome back to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. I'm so excited to be starting season number three of the podcast. After a short summer break where I spent three weeks on a family trip disconnecting, I'm ready to dive back in and get started on sharing more stories of working moms. So on this episode, I'm talking to Samantha Giles of Giles Writing. As a mother of two and a dedicated wife, Samantha understands the struggles of being a mompreneur and wanting to experience the awesome power of social media without spending more time on it. So her company, Giles Writing Service, was founded in 2019 as a way to provide for her family, both financially and to create more time with them. I love that. So when she realized her love and ability to create attractive social media content that could help other mompreneurs grow their businesses while freeing up their time, she began to deep dive into all things related to social media marketing. So I love this conversation because it offers so many practical tips on how you can start creating your social media content using pillars and Samantha just goes into 
all sorts of tips for mompreneurs and for moms starting businesses or side hustles and pursuing their passions. We talk about a lot of things related to growing a business as a mom. So just absolutely love this conversation. I hope you enjoy it and welcome to season number three. Hi, Samantha. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you. And thank you for having me, Kelly. This is quite an honor. (laughs) Oh, of course. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your background, and anything else that you would like to share with our audience? Yes, of course. So I started my business after being in retail and sales and marketing. I think I started working at a fruit stand when I was like 13 years old. And ever since then, like I was a natural born salesperson, but I started experiencing some difficulties and with chronic pain. And that would made it really hard for me to work outside the house. So in 2019, I decided that it would be just best overall if I I found something remote, something at home that I can do at my own pace. So I did what every person who wanted to start a business did. I Googled at home businesses and I found this amazing woman, Lauren Goldman, and she spoke about being a virtual assistant. Well, I wasn't really good with the tech stuff. So all that was just way over my head. And I learned that I could be a writer and I was always into writing. Even if my English was terrible, I loved writing. I was such a creative person. So I knew I had to do that. So I found another amazing person, successful freelance writer, mom, Abby Prests, and she is just amazing. And she taught me how to be a copywriter and an email sequencer. So I did that for about two years until last year when I was like, you know what? The greatest thing about being an entrepreneur is you get to decide what you like and what you don't like and what you want to (laughs) offer. So I niched down from just being an ordinary copywriter from writing everything to writing social media. And I love it because every single day and every single business has their own voice and their own goal and their own strategy that they need to put out. So I get to really work my sales skills, my marketing skills, and my creative skills to help grow that brand out on social media for them and help grow their business. So it just feels so natural to me, which really helps burn that inner passion. And my family's amazing. I have a three-year-old who I locked in the basement with my husband in the man cave, (laughs) as well as my small dog, because the winds are driving him crazy and he's a barker. So They're all in the basement hanging out. Last time I checked, my daughter's watching YouTube cat videos. So (laughs) my son, I'm very lucky because our area did not go in a full lockdown. So the school is still open. So he's been doing schooling, which is great for him and great for me because it gives me this extra time where I'm not trying to balance work with two kids. So I get most of my work done in the morning. Mm-hmm. when everybody else is sleeping so yeah for sure so tell me how did your 2020 go as mompreneur working from home and balancing all of the things as most of us had to do how did that go for you what were your takeaways and I guess what did you learn from it too it's actually kind of funny because when I started my business in 2019 2020 wasn't any different except I blossomed more I always had this need for structure in my life and 
and I'm a great multitasker. So actually, if you start following me on Facebook, you're going to start seeing more of it. I'm going to actually share my those tips and tricks on how I do laundry and exercise at the same time. So <laughs> I double up on everything that I can. So when I'm doing activities with my children, I make it educational and I make it fun. So they don't know it, but we're actually learning and playing together. So I do that with my business as well. So I'm engaging, I'm networking, and I'm taking the time that I need that I'm just scrolling on Facebook to actually engage with my audience. So I'm a morning person. So I wake up at 4am. I sit down and just waking up and relaxing. I am writing content. I am scheduling out months in advance, weeks in advance, and I am engaging and networking. And then I exercise and I come back and then I do that multitasking thing. I've always learned to clean as you go. So I wake my kids up for school and then I clean the kitchen while making their lunch or getting their breakfasts ready. So it's never really a huge mess. And that's just pretty much how I do it. Like, I love it because if I want to take a break, I know that my content's out there and I've already engaged for the day. So if I don't feel like doing much, I've already completed one goal on a five simple daily goal tasks that I enjoy doing. And so I can slack off the rest of the day I want to, or I show up even harder and complete those five tasks. So I love that. I love that you said that because yes, I think that's one of the best parts of running your own business is just <laughs> being able to choose like if I don't really feel like putting myself out there today I'm gonna move that and I can do that because it's my business right <laughs> exactly exactly and I really enjoy it like I have this huge long process where I have a big goal and I break it down to month uh, quarterly goals to monthly goals then weekly goals and then five very simple I mean literally like the first task is open face. <laughs> Okay. So I have these big goals that I break down into quarterly goals, monthly goals, weekly goals. And then those weekly goals are broken down to five very simple daily tasks. Like the first one is open Facebook. <laughs> Woohoo! Feeling like a winner already. So like just basic things like that, or even find five people in my target audience and just say hello, and introduce myself, like very simple, no pressure whatsoever, because if you don't complete it, you can go to the next day and just move forward. So I am a no pressure type business. So I love that so much. And I think it's so important for moms to hear that because mm -hmm. I think often we do put all these pressures on ourselves to be perfect and it doesn't have to be that way. We can just do and run our businesses in a way that works for us, I think. Yeah, the biggest takeaway I learned a long time ago from a good friend and her biggest thing is simplify. You don't have to do everything. Niche it down, focus on one thing, beat that, dominate it, and then move on to a second goal. So like, don't try to like put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, for sure. So what would be your favorite part of running your business? It's actually creating the content and oh my gosh, okay, I could talk for hours, but how I do it is by pillars. And I feel mm -hmm. like if everybody would just learn how to create pillar content, they would never have to worry about where their content's coming from ever again. And the biggest part of pillars is knowing your target audience. I know people hate talking about target audience or ideal client or the <laughs> IDA yeah. ideal avatar, but you really need to think about that when you're doing any kind of 
of marketing or strategy, because otherwise you're just throwing things into the wind and you're really not talking to anybody. So when I hear people like, oh, my business is for everybody, I actually kind of feel bad because you're really not talking to anybody then. No one's connecting with your content. So I believe that if you're going to write any kind of content, if you're going to take that time, that energy that you really don't have as a mom to write social media marketing content, you need to find your audience. And once you do and you understand their pain points to the deepest level, like why should they purchase this product? Why do they need this product? You can write down five basic pillars, at least five. You can do more if you're like really springy or Mm -hmm. go-getter. But if you write five basic pillars for that group, for that target audience, you can simplify those down and break it down to even more topics. And from there, branch it into like blogs, break down that blog, repurpose things. You can have content for the entire year, just taking an hour out of your day to really target your audience. Yeah, I love that. It makes it more doable for people too, than just sort of, again, getting overwhelmed by all of the things they can sort of be doing. Hi, mamas. I wanted to tell you about the course I am going to be launching. So this course is the Working Mom Collective Business Launchpad. And... This is for you if you're looking for an actionable plan to build your online business, and that's whether you want to build a side hustle, an online business to replace your day job, or maybe you're a mom who's currently not working for any number of reasons. Maybe you left your job in the middle of the pandemic or something else like that and you really want to build a plan for an online business that is straightforward and will take you from your idea to an actual action plan for moving forward. And so I really would recommend getting on this launch list because I'm going to be sending out some freebies and some special bonuses and a special discount for the people that join the wait list. So again, you can go to the workingmomcollective.com slash purpose to sign up and to find all of the other details about the course. Hope to see you on the inside, mamas. And so, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, if someone is overwhelmed and not knowing, like, where to start. So say they have a business idea or they already have a business that they have set up, but they're sort of like, I don't know where to start with. Should I start with social media? Should I start with email marketing? Should I start with my website? Like, where should I start in this process? What type of advice would you give to them? That's actually a great, great question. And I would say work on your foundation. And what is your foundation? Your network. Start with your warm leads and your warm leads are your friends, your family. Just tell people that you're starting a business. And those people may not own a business themselves, but eventually they're going to run into somebody who might. And if you know who your target audience is at at that point, you can tell your friends like, hey, I'm looking for moms who run a business and they're struggling with their social media content. They might be talking to their best friend or online and they might see that this mom's like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't stand my social media, how to get my business out online. Just 
you know, I just don't know how to do it. And then like, Hey, I remember so-and-so saying they do this for a living. And then from there, work on your cold network, go out on social media and just tell people, even if you don't write content at all ever, and you just spend 15 minutes a day, just going into groups where your people hang out and just be like, hi, I'm Samantha and I am a social media marketer. And if you need help, if you're struggling with this, let me know, or just simply ask questions like who here is struggling with creating content? content or answering questions that you may see in that group. Like if somebody asks, where do I start? If you can answer that question, honestly, and like openly and being authentic, just add value, add value everywhere. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's so true. I think often we kind of think we have to do all of these things at once, but just starting somewhere simple is probably just the best option because you can just start getting yourself out there without having to do a whole bunch of complex things all at once. Exactly. And a lot of people starting a business within six months change it anyways. They change what they (laughs) do because they find out what they don't like and what they do like. And if you're spending that first six months creating a website to be absolutely perfect, and then you change your mind, it's going to be so difficult to like, you'll have to go all the way through that. And I don't even have a website. As a social media marketer, I send people to my LinkedIn or my Facebook, because if you want to know what I do and how I do it, showing you on the spot is it's what's going to happen. If you want to know more about me, I encourage people to jump on calls and I'll show you just exactly how I can fix your social media right there on that call. Nice. I love that. Yeah. That's definitely taking action. That's Mm -hmm. important. I think. Yes. So, so a lot of people have sort of questions about engagement on social media and you know, it's just hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around how it even works. Just a couple tips, because I know we could probably talk a lot about this, but (laughs) what are just like a couple tips for moms that are struggling and kind of feel, well, I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting these posts up, but nobody's commenting. Nobody's liking them. Like, what am I doing wrong here? Okay. My biggest tip is your target audience doesn't care about you. Like that's harsh. And I love you guys so much, but it's the truth. So even if you're writing the best post in the world and you're putting out on the group, they aren't really going to care unless it's something totally worth, like it brings a feeling up and they need to engage on it. Otherwise engage on people's posts. Don't waste time on your friends engagements or whatever. Find your audience, mm-hmm. engage in their posts, 15 minutes a day, adding value. Don't just be like, I like this post hard emoji. I like this. Say why you like it. Like, oh, I really loved how you wrote this. I love this quote. It makes me think about blah, blah, blah. Start a conversation in the post themselves and then come back, follow up, like make sure they're responding. If they're like, Hey, so-and-so in your notifications, so-and-so replied to your, go back, continue the conversation. And if it's really going well and you're, wow, this is clicking. Do not be afraid. You are allowed to make money. That's my biggest. You are allowed to make money. And as long as it's honest money. Do not be afraid to click DM them and be like, Hey, we had a great conversation about such and such. I would love to continue learning more. Would you like to jump on a call? You know, and there's nothing wrong with it. It feels sleazy, but if it's honest money and you're doing it correctly, like just do it. Yeah. I love that. So Yeah, I think it's hard for a lot of moms when they're first starting out to know if they can message people and just do the cold messaging. And I guess it's not really cold, though, if you're already having a conversation with them on the platform start. So if you're engaging and if you're putting out that value and if you're having a conversation with someone, 
then it's probably easier to continue that conversation like privately or hop on a call or things like that. So for moms who really are interested in pivoting into entrepreneurship, do you have any advice for them, tips or encouragement? Do it. Don't focus on the little things. Stop working on the background of your website. Stop trying to perfect your profile picture and just start. Start telling people, hey, I'm going to run this business. Your first post, even on your own profile picture, should sound something like, hey guys, I'm starting a business. And if you're interested, please like contact me or if you know anybody who, and then write your target audience. If you're going to start a business, figure out your target audience. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what that is, I would love to to jump on a call or whatever. And I can help you describe that in more detail because I have a whole plan out to figure out your target audience and like how you can help them. So awesome. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. We'll include like all of the relevant links at the end of this episode and in the show notes so people can find you if they are interested in that. So what are three tips then you would give to moms to help them figure out what kind of service to offer? So following from that other question, like giving them encouragement into entrepreneurship, but then maybe they know that they want to be doing something off on their own, that they're not meant for their current job, but they're having a hard time narrowing it down. Okay. That's an easy one. First, write down all your skills. And even if you've never been in a job before, you're a mom. So you have skills. Okay. Time management, organizing, you have skills. You've answered emails before. That's a skill. So write down all your skills. Second, write down all your hobbies. You have something in your hobbies that you love to do. And even if it's just writing in a journal, write it down. And then secondly, ask friends, what am I good at? What do you feel I'm good at? That's how I learned I'm such a natural salesperson because people are like, you should be a salesperson. So like I hear it all the time. So I wrote it down. So write down your skills because you have them. Even if it's most minor thing, write it down, write down your hobbies, write down what your friends say. And don't be afraid to ask either your friends, they love you. So, and if they don't, you have the wrong friend (laughs) of things people are telling you, or maybe in school, your teachers always said this to you, write them down and then find a commonality and you'd be surprised every skill there's a job for it. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's great advice for moms. So is there any other sort of just advice or tips or anything else you want to leave the listeners with before we move to sort of a little lightning round of questions that I have. Yes, my favorite tip of all time is slow progress is still progress. So, you know, you've probably heard plant your seeds. It takes 90 days to grow. Don't be intimidated by that. Just keep putting yourself out there and it will happen. You just can't give up on yourself. Amazing. I love that advice so much. It rings so true for me too. (laughs) So Samantha, I just asked the next set of questions to every guest to get to know a little bit more about you. So what is something you consider to be sort of like a non-negotiable practice that you have to do every day to start your day or end your day positively? Oh my gosh. I would say writing. I have to be writing all the time. I brain dump so much, even if it's not about my business currently, it's about activities I want to do. So I have to clear the mind. Yeah, for sure. So what is sort of like a working mom hack to get you through a hectic or difficult day? 
take your time, finish at least one goal and then enjoy the rest of the day. You're doing this business for your kids so you can spend time with them. So do that. Love it. Love it. (laughs) So who are your favorite podcasters, like an author, a favorite author that's really super influenced you throughout your life or another expert that has really influenced you? I don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts, but my two favorite is Rob Dial. He does a money mindset podcast and oh my gosh, great advice. And then Jane, I can't think of her name right now, but she's also a social media manager and she does some amazing advice on how to get through. And then Laura Kidd, she also helps struggling moms get through their businesses. She has an amazing podcast she just started. So awesome. Is it Jasmine Starr that you were thinking of? <laughs> it's she's something a social media. Okay. I want to say Jesse but I, I don't want to screw it up. No worries. Yeah, no, definitely. I love listening to all those like mindset, money mindset, business podcasts. Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with all those. <laughs> so what are you currently working on within your business that you're most excited about? I am going to start a, my own podcast, actually. It's funny though, because when I started my business, I was like not doing a podcast. <laughs> I wasn't going to start my own group, but then I had so much to give to people. So my podcast is actually based off my social media group that I started. And I have so much advice, not just about my business or helping moms with their businesses, but I have tons of mom hacks on like every category because I'm a research nerd. So I want to share that with people in a fun and exciting way. So that's amazing. So when do you plan on releasing the podcast? Ooh, I honestly don't know because it's, <laughs> it's at the beginning stages where I'm brain dumping all my episodes. Yeah. And you have to like, I'm hoping no quotes, but like by September, like I'm ready to do this. Yeah, it definitely is a process and it's easier to have all your content ahead of time as like the same for blogging or on social media, like definitely planning like all the podcast episodes ahead of time is super helpful. Mm-hmm. So where can we find you online? Where do you hang out the most often? And you can give us any details about like any, you know, a freebie you offer or how people could work with you. So I mostly hang out in three different spots. I hang out on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, LinkedIn, but it's actually a great platform if you want to talk to business-minded people. So a lot of great audiences there. And I actually do have a small freebie. I created it when I realized as a mom, it's really hard to get on video calls and things without your children attacking you in the process. (laughs) As a creative person and somebody who loves planning activities for my kids, I have a PDF, basically kids not welcomed, how to get your kids out of your camera. So it's a list of five activities you can do with your children, like to give your children so they're not on your lap while you're I doing love it. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that That's so very needed. I love that. So yeah, we'll include all those links in the show notes so people can go and get the freebie and follow you online and all that good stuff. So thank you so much, Samantha, for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time and to share with us about your creative process and your business and all the good things you're doing. Just thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Of course. I would be so, so grateful if you went and left a rating and review of the podcast. So Apple loves it when you rate and review the podcast that you love listening to. And it would just mean the world to me if you went over and left a rating and review for the podcast. 
So that way our show can be introduced to more working moms that really, really can gain positivity from these episodes that can teach them something. So if you go and leave a rating and review, I would be so grateful and just thank you again for continuing to listen every week. You are the reason why I continue to talk into this microphone for this podcast. Without you, I wouldn't have the podcast. So thank you so much.